0: This is Your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger.
1: Hello there and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today we have episode 645 and we're diving deep into this journey of forgiveness. You know, I had a funny thing happen. I recorded this episode the other day and ah, I just really... Like the discussion, and you know what? When I got done, it was there was no audio. Something had happened with the mixer that I use, which is a roadcaster mixer, and I love the mixer. it's a great mixer, but something has happened had happened and there was no audio. So kind of a funky deal, and at first I was frustrated and thought, oh, I got to record it again. And then the truth is, yeah, I get to record it again. So this is take two, and you're never going to hear take one, on uh, beginning the journey of forgiveness. Now, yesterday we talked about creating a liberation event, and the liberation event is just that. It is an opportunity, it's the beginning of a journey of how am I
0: going
1: to create the freedom that comes from forgiveness. It's not an accident it doesn't come you know out of the sky it doesn't come from a package on amazon you know it it doesn't happen that way so it's really important to be clear about what forgiveness is again i know we've talked about this but to remind us what it is when bad things happen things that we do accidentally or on purpose or things that other people do accidentally or on purpose. Everything fits in that category, even terrifyingly bad things that people do that are cruel. They're bigger or smaller, but their accidents are on purpose that we do or others do to us. <clears throat> and we each have a pile of rocks. The pile of rocks on one hand is the leftovers from whatever anyone did to us, accidentally or on purpose, and in that pile is included things that happen accidentally, the universe, illness, uh, the economy crashing, a jet engine falling on your house, you know, whatever it is. When I got sick and, you know, died in the University of Alberta intensive care, all of those things happen. There are things that happen to us, sometimes that happen, and sometimes that other people do. So that's one set of things. And we get angry and we demand justice or we think we need revenge or an explanation or something. And that need to have some resolution carries baggage and weight. On the other hand, there's this pile of stuff that we do accidentally or on purpose or out of selfishness or cruelty or unkindness or lack of understanding or stupidity or whatever it is that hurt other people. Many of those things, in fact, I would venture to say most of them can never actually be fixed. You can't ever undo pain. You can't take words back. You can't unlie. You can't un-be unfaithful, right? Those things have happened. And, and so I'm, I want to get to all of the areas and not avoid any sensitive or areas that, you know, we just don't talk about. We're talking about all of it. And I understand completely there's a huge difference in degree of offense, degree of pain, degree of... Struggle, but at the basic core, there's the question of how do you get past that energetic rock that's in us when we are angry or frustrated or hurt because somebody did something to us or angry or frustrated at ourselves because we accidentally or cruelly and on purpose did something to somebody else. That energetic baggage that sits in our heart will stay there forever and unless we get rid of it. And the consequences of it staying there forever is that it reduces our ability to share, to love, to lift, to bless, to, to serve with our divine gifts. And, you know, the core of this whole podcast, Your Ultimate Life, is uh, creating a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy serving with your divine gifts. Well, if the only way we can do that is to never have a bunch of stuff that hurt us where we're demanding either understanding or retribution or justice for, or never to have done very much to anyone else where we're having self-loathing, then no one would ever be able to live purpose, prosperity, and joy, and serve with their divine gifts. Because no matter what you think and what story you tell yourself, you have a pile of one or other or both of those rocks, period, you do. And rather than pretending them away, it's way more successful, powerful, and beneficial to deal with it and get past it. So that's what we're talking about. And The journey to forgiveness begins with a liberation event. And a liberation event has got five parts and that's what we're gonna talk about in the next five episodes, 645, 6, 7, 8, and 9. I'm just looking at my, yeah, I'm looking at my list of titles and that's the next, this one and the next four because a liberation event has five parts. Now, I want to be clear, a liberation event is not a momentary thing. It's an ongoing activity. It starts with a moment. And that's part one. So, this episode is titled, Beginning a Forgiveness Journey. Beginning a Forgiveness Journey. And it is so powerful and important. We have to begin. And it begins with something I've chosen to call a moment of inspiration. Now, I would urge you, not because I want to sell books, but I would urge you to buy the book, Forgiveness, A Journey of Courage to a Place of Freedom and Power. I would urge you to join the the self-forgiveness challenge uh, that I'm going to conduct. It's the self-forgiveness or the forgive yourself challenge. And that's not because we don't deserve or need to talk about forgiving others. We do. But in my experience, forgiving ourselves is a much bigger barrier and is responsible for much more weight in the backpack. It certainly was true with me, and it's got lots of tentacles, because even people that have things done to them often carry around victim guilt. What did I do to deserve this? Why am I so bad that this happened to me? Did I ask for it? Did I, you know, people get attacked and they think, well, especially sexual crimes, did I somehow ask for it? And there was a lot of mentality of blame the victim that is and used to be even more going on, particularly in violence against women. So all of that mess is an energetic rock, gigantic rock that we carry. And if we're gonna release that, and become beacons of light, vessels of love and conduits of power, which every one of us can be, we're going to be that beauty and be that lift and bless and light, then we have to get rid of that baggage. And I want to remind you, I've said this before, forgiveness, that energetic shift, getting rid of that baggage has nothing to do with pretending a crime, an offense or a sin, whatever word you want to It doesn't have anything to do with pretending it away, ignoring the consequences, or avoiding punishment. It's not absolution. That only exists with the divine. It is not pretending something away. It is not putting yourself in danger. It is a choice to eliminate the energetic baggage so that the event no longer has power in the present. That begins with what I call a moment of inspiration. Now, a moment of inspiration can come from anywhere. It can come literally from the divine. You're going to have a spark, a thought. What if? What if I could get rid of this? What if there's a different way to look at it? I can tell you on my journey out of depression and addictions and struggle that I had all my life. I started trying drugs when I was 13. When I left home at 17, I was wildly depressed and stayed that way for 35 years. I'd been with many counselors that are of the opinion that I struggled with terrifying MDD, major depressive disorder for 35 years and brought about by you know abuse and all kinds of other stuff that I turned inward as self-loathing, et cetera, et cetera. To get, and then, and then from that place of being depressed, I behaved like a depressed person. I lashed out at others, hurt people, hurt people. I had addictions. I failed in relationships you know, all kinds of things. And I don't have time to go over the stories now, but if you want to read it, it's in the book Tight Rope of Depression. Tight rope of Depression. My journey from darkness, despair, and death to light, love, and life. So that, that series of events over decades in my life was a gigantic rock. And it was brought about by more rocks. I was abused, and then I did all kinds of things. All of that can be eliminated. The energetic effect can be removed. And it starts with a moment of inspiration. Now, those moments of inspiration, uh, you have to be looking for them, or they may just show up as invitations, but you have to be listening and more importantly, willing to act. So if you've read Tightrope, you know about the invitation I got, the divine intervention in August of 2007 that changed my life the out-of-body experience and the invitation to, you know, get sober and all the stuff that happened and then how joy my life uh, my wife came into my life, that miracle and all that. You've read all that. And I wasn't looking per se for that, but I was so unhappy and I knew something was wrong. And so I was open to saying yes, even though I didn't know what to do and I had to walk away from the entire career I'd had for 30 years and Start all over, basically start my life over. 15 years ago, 14 and a half years ago, August of 2007, just start all over. I had to do that and I didn't know what I was doing or how to do it, the path wasn't clear, the obstacles weren't removed, but I had the moment of inspiration, which is the idea that there is another possibility. The idea that it doesn't have to stay like this. So you have to be looking for it or and or you have to be open for it. Now, where can you find it? Well, you can find it in one of my books. You can find it in one of a million other books that are written by people like me who have had epiphanies, wake-up calls. You know, the power of now, Eckhart Tolle, he talks about an experience he had where suddenly he became aware that all this future and past thinking was just baggage and that the beautiful moment of this here now was all that mattered. That was a wake-up call for him. And, you know, you think about Sid Banks, the creator of three principles. He had a moment of clarity, a moment of inspiration. But that isn't reserved for people like me who write 15 books or those guys who create those kinds of systems. Every single person, you here now listening to this, can have your moment of inspiration. Where can you find it? You can find it in a video. You can find it in the scriptures. You can find it on your knees. You can find it talking to a counselor. You can find it, you know, begging God for help. You can find it watching YouTube videos or reading books. Your heart and spirit has to be open. Like, I want to change. I want to do this. I can tell you for sure that if you look, you'll find it you know, seek and ye shall find is a phrase, knock and it shall be opened, I think. Those things are true. And it doesn't say it's easy. It doesn't say you'll find it under the first rock. I certainly didn't. I lived for decades riding that roller coaster up and down. And the choice that we make that is so fundamental is I'm looking for this moment of inspiration or this idea that it doesn't have to be this way. This idea that there is a better way, a different way, a way of freedom, a way released from this baggage of anger, self-loathing, self-hatred, depression, frustration, negativity, fury at someone else, raging at the universe or God because you have some, you know, difficulty imposed on your, in your life somehow. So you have to look and or you have to be willing to see. So when mine came, I could easily have ignored them. I could easily have said that dream or that out-of-body experience was fake and I had drugs around the house. I could have used them. Instead, I threw them away and said, I don't know how to do this. I don't know where I'm going, but it's done, boom. And that was the beginning of a journey, not only of sobriety, but of getting healed from decades of depression. And part of that was this forgiveness journey culminating, and it never ends, but culminating in the book, Forgiveness. The book Forgiveness, a journey of courage to a place of freedom and power. That title says it all. It's a journey of courage. It's not for the faint-hearted. And a moment of inspiration, wherever it comes and however powerful it is, I don't care if an angel danced on the desk in front of you, it would create in you the idea that there's a different possibility. But the moment ends, the video ends, the book is over. And even if you reread it and reread it and reread it, Something else has to happen. So a liberation event is an, not a single moment. It starts with a moment. Now, the next last piece of this is when you look for, or you're open to such a thing, you have to make a choice to let it in. As I mentioned, when those things happened to me and the feeling I should tell Joy I wanted to marry her, and you can again read the whole story in tightrope, I would have been made a lot more sense for me to say no. It would have, to the voice. It would have made a lot more sense to me to forget this. I can't do it, it's crazy, it'll be bad. That would have made a lot more sense than saying okay and accepting the invitation. So invitations are always there. You feel them, the yearning to have better, to do better, to lift, to lift up to reach up to the divine that is the beginning that is your invitation to do better be better have better lift up look up i say you know look up lift up reach up rise up right and those are the invitations we feel all the time and you have to let it in you have to say you know i can interpret this as nothing i can ignore it or i can say Yeah, I know this is something, I don't know how I'm going to do it, and it's scary, and I don't know this and that and the other, but I'm going to say yes. And so the first step of a liberation event is finding the moment of inspiration, searching for it until you have it, and then letting it into your heart to ignite the flame of hope, to ignite the flame of possibility that things can be different. And that's step one, or the first part of this liberation event, to initiate forgiveness in your life and create your ultimate time.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is your ultimate life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your
1: heart in the sky.